Previously on the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I'm fine with this. I would ask it to be champion. I, I, Oscar's probably going to hold his belt up until SummerSlam and Bianca will probably get it back. I'm fine with that. Just let, let the Oscar be Oscar. Next up, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship as Rhea Ripley was defending against Natalya. And this was our squash of the night. Okay. Natty knew what the mission was. Get that Saudi check. Make Rhea look like a star. So, Dom is jawing at Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. It is Saturday, June 3rd, and my family is not crumbling around me and i am your host jeremy pierce welcome 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 one and all as always to the high risk wrestling podcast and we got a really good show for you today but first things first as always you can check me out on the socials charismatic creations on facebook and youtube uh charismatic underscore creations 52 on instagram the 215 on twitter and always coffee and patreon as donations are greatly greatly appreciated don't forget to check out other YouTube channel, so we got some new movie reviews up, more specifically across the Spider-Verse, and be ready for an early review of Transformers Rise of the Beasts next week, but as for today's show, yeah, it's time to talk about it, the fall of the bloodline, and essentially we're going to recap everything up until last night's Smackdown, so that's about two, three years worth of uh work and we're, we're going to touch on some things we're not going to like go in depth with everything but we're going to hit the really the really really important parts all right and we're going to do a little bit of speculation of what's next and what's to come but for now you know what's next so just go on and hit my So even though we had one, two, three, four events this past weekend under siege, uh, night of champions, double or nothing battleground, we're kind of light on the news tip, but we're going to get to it anyway. There's a big six man tag match set for uh, uh, Dominion, New Japan, and it'll be Okada, Tanahashi and Ishii teaming up. And they'll be defending their never six-man open weight tag team championships against Shoto Umino, John Moxley, and Claudio Castagnoli, who's making his new Japan debut. Crazy. This is going to be a crazy match. And you're wondering why, why Umino, he's kind of an unofficial member of the Blackpool Combat Club, and he's one of John Moxley's uh, uh, trainees, someone he's mentoring. It's big. It's just it's just really, really big. Brian Danson explained his role with Creative and he'll be uh, helping out with AEW Collision when it debuts. And Tony Khan has stated that they've sold about 65,000 tickets for all in. They currently have a nine, almost a nine million dollar gate. Let's see if they can hit 70,000 moose. His contract with Impact is coming to an end, the guy has been just a major, major star for them. Um, 
it's up or it should be up later this year we don't know what's next for moose but wherever he goes he's going to be a hit it's very much that simple uh, the WDB, they have a clause in their contract that prohibits venues from uh, booking AEW a few weeks before or a few weeks after a WWE show. It's, it's, I feel like this is really standard. Uh, the, it, it's to not really oversaturate the area, and AEW can learn from that because they've been, you know, for a while though, they've been running the same venues, but it looks like they're starting to very much branch. Out uh, back to the reaction on Chris Statlander winning the TBS championship has been nothing but positive. Everybody's so happy for it. I'm so happy for it. It was always going to be Chris. Let's see what's next. And the clock is ticking down for the racist law uh, lawsuit filed against the WWE. The lawsuit raises additional concerns and grievances that Miss, I believe her name is Brittany Abrahams, has against the company. Um, it's, 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 it's big. They, the WWE must respond by June 26. MGF is injured and on the injury front, MGF is injured. Uh, his forearm is messed up, but not so much that he may not wrestle because he's definitely going to wrestle at Forbidden Dora Santana will be returning soon from injury. Remember he suffered that knee injury last year, uh, in June at Dynamite. Uh, he's, he's, he tweeted out there's about 126 days and counting and soon so that's great to see Santana come back because I really missed the proud and the powerful Braun Strowman as you all know was also injured he underwent neck fusion surgery c -c 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 crazy so he'll be out for well pretty much an extended period of time Pac he is also making his return uh, soon he is healing from that broken nose. Remember, he was wearing the mask, but he should be coming back, joining back with his stable mates in the death triangle. Over on the ratings tip, Raw this past week brought in 1.6 million viewers with a 0.52 on the 18 to 49 demo. That is, let me see something. That is about average what they've been doing for a while. Now, Dynamite. They brought in 923,000 viewers, which is up majorly from the 846,000 they did the week prior. And the demo data 0.29, which is down in the demo, but the viewers is what's counting. SmackDown did, well, monster ratings. They did a 2.45 in the viewership. And uh, with an 8.3, I believe, in the 18 to 49 demo. That's crazy. You knew they were going to have big numbers uh, just due to everything going on with the bloodline and the fallout from all of that. But that is the news, and we shall be right back. All right, so we've had a fun and exciting weekend, but let's just dive into the week that was our weekend review Monday Night Raw. We have the Night of Champions Fallout. So funny, all of our shows this week are just Fallout shows. Um, Seth celebrates. AJ comes out to, to congratulate him. The Judgment Day come out, and we set up a tag match for later in the evening. Um, Ricochet defeats The Miz, qualifying for the Money to Big Glad. I mentioned The Miz hit a springboard splash, bro. What? Uh, Trish and Zoe explain themselves. Trish is like, yeah, listen, I told y'all what was going to happen. And Zoe says, see, help Trish because why do I need to wait in the back 
and I could just know somebody to help me get to the front and she wanted to help Trish they then beat up Becky uh, end this year won a squash match Sammy and KO celebrate their night of champions victory uh, and are then confronted by Imperium who still have issues with them they're then confronted by Alpha Academy Sammy and KO were really really good here uh, Imperium defeats Alpha Academy uh, who now has Maxine with them I wish we got some segments showing how she officially joined up with them Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey defeated uh, get this right Shotzi Raquel Bailey and EO and Sonya and Chelsea to become the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Dolph Ziggler uh, defeated JD McDonough by DQ. McDonough just beat his ass. Just, just, just beat his ass. Cody wants one more fight with Brock Lesnar because Brock fears what he can't break and Cody can't be broken. Gunther confronts Riddle, so that's the next IC Championship feud. Shinsuke Nakamura defeats uh, Bronson Reed to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. And in the main event, AJ and Seth defeated the Judgment Day, the team of uh, Finn, Balor, and uh, what's his name? What's his name? Damian Priest. Over on, uh, gets a fist. Over on Dynamite, we had double or nothing fallout, and the BCC opens up the show. They defeat the Lucha Brothers and Bandito. Let me go backstage and the elite tease that Kenny's away and he's not in Canada. Hmm. Uh, the Dark Order confronts Hangman like, yo, okay. I see you found your real family. Uh, if Kenny, when Kenny comes back, if, he, if, if he's bringing over Okada, but it's more likely going to be Ibushi, I am all here for it. Tony Schiavone interviews Jay White and Juice Robinson. FDR comes out and uh, Jay and Juice attack and Ricky makes the save Tony Khan announced to CM Punk will return for Collision. Swerve defeats Big Bill and Trent Beretta. Renee interviews uh, the acclaim. They say Billy Gunn, who was with them, he has nothing to apologize for, and they'll win gold again. He, they're not ashamed of him, and Billy Gunn shouldn't be ashamed of himself for taking the pin. Uh, Don Collins and Takeshi have just got major, major heat in the ring. Boy, wow. And uh, Callus is just here to pump up to catch it. Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy defeated the Gates of Agony. LaFashion and Gernablis tried to attack Cook during his interview, but Jungle Boy backs him up. So we'll get uh, LaFaction versus Jungle Boy and Hook next week. Tony Storm and the Outcast say that Tony's reign will be better than the last one. They are so ready. They also hyped the house show for the weekend. Chris Statlin retained, retained the TBS championship. Over Nyla Rose in the main event, Adam Cole and Britt Baker defeated Chris Jericho and Soraya. Uh, over on Impact, we had our Under Siege Fallout show. Bully Ray and Steve Macklin will team up to take on the guns uh, at a later point. The motor said to be machine guns, not the guns over in AEW. Nick Aldis had an interview. So he's also coming for the World Championship and, and at Against All Odds. Um, Impact has come up with this really, really good, this fun kind of new match concept. It's called the 841 match. So there'll be a four on four tag team match with the winning team and then immediately facing each other in a fatal four way. The winner of that match becomes the number one contender. I like that. Uh, Eddie Edwards defeats Yuya Mora. He doesn't show uh, Yuya any respect, which, A, Kaz didn't like that, so he takes umbrage with that. Uh, he and Alicia tried to attack him, but they fell. Sammy Callahan and Jake Chris defeated the Decay. Trinity defeats Savannah Evans. She challenged Deanna Peraza for a championship match, but she accepts. Uh, Jay Bedell hits Deanna with a purse. Purse is probably loaded. And then Giselle Shaw uh, takes out 
Jordan Grace, who was trying to make the save. Jody Threat defeats Danny Luna. Joe Hendry has uh, Santino's back. And Kenny King and Sheldon says, you know, that's what's up. But y'all should be worried about us. And the Motor City Machine Guns defeated Subculture in the main event. Over on Ring of Honor, we had 11 matches. Let me run down these drones real quick. Uh, the Keenan defeated the Infantry. Sky Blue defeated Trish Adora. The Righteous and Stu Grayson defeated Dark Order. And Dark Order is not happy about Stu Grayson being corrupted by the Righteous. Diamante defeated Promise Braxton. Brian Cage defeated Willie Mack. I need more of these to give me a best of seven with them. Zack Sabre Jr. retained the Television Championship over Rocky Romero. Darius Martin actually and Andretti defeated the Work. Horseman Kip Sabian Butcher and Blade defeated Shotgun. Uh, Bryce Saturn and Jacob Austin Young. El Hio Del Vacingo Commander and Bandito defeated Sir Pentico, Jack Carwell, and Angelico. Katio Shibata defeated Alex Coughlin with the penalty kick. And Athena defeated Kira Hogan with a roll up, retaining the women's championship. And they fought after the show, so we got a little bit more story. I'm happy we get a little bit more story in Ring of Honor over on SmackDown, Night of Champions Fallout. Austin Theory. Uh, talks and he and Pretty Deadly defeat the Brawling Brutes. Paul Heyman prepares for Roman Reigns celebration, selling and, and the Usos won't be there, they're not invited. The OC defeats Hit Row. Grayson Waller effect with Oscar. And we had the you know the, the obligatory women's championship money to bank parade. Uh first it was EO to confront Oscar, which that's what I want, but then we had uh we had Bailey, we had Lacey, we had Zelina, then we had Shotzi. Uh, Zelina defeated Lacey Evans to qualify for Money in the Bank. And Lacey now looks like a female Sergeant Slaughter. So there's that Cameron Grimes wants a piece of Baron Corbin whenever he comes back to SmackDown. As you know, Corbin is a free agent. Uh, LA Knight defeated Montez Ford qualifying for Money in the Bank. And, Mont and, and Montez Ford was getting booed, but it's all, I think it's only because LA Knight is just super, super over. And Triple H grants Roman Reigns a new championship it looks like the WWE championship but it's got a lot more gold on it so Roman doesn't have to carry two belts anymore um the WWE championship and the and the and the and the universal championship haven't been retired there's still two lineages going on so the WWE still has three world championships on the main Roster, and you know when anybody wins a championship, they're going to get the they're going to get Roman's belt, not Seth's belt, because you know branding. Uh, the Usos then come out, and Jimmy talks and tells Roman that you're a liar, you're a cheater, you're a deceiver, you cheat us like crap, you don't treat us like family, and Roman tells Jay to kick Jimmy in the face, and Jay doesn't do anything. Jimmy then tells Solo that Roman's going to toss you away once he's done using you. And uh, Roman says, Solo, tell him where you stand. And Solo says that Roman is a tribal chief, but Jimmy and Jay are his brothers, and he goes and stands with them, and Roman looks hurt. So then Roman tries to get into J Jimmy's face, and Jimmy just mugs him in the face. Jay plays Peacemaker. And, you know, they say it ain't got to be like this. And Jimmy's like, listen, we can start over. It ain't got to be like this. They hug. But the hug was long. And Solo gives Jimmy the spike. And Roman, Jimmy, and Paul walk away. And Roman 
says that Jay will fall in line. So we're not even close to being done. This was such a beautiful, beautiful segment. Over on Rampage, might have been the best worked show of the week, everybody. It was Championship Friday. As El Ejo Del Vikingo defended and retained the AAA Mega Championship against Drillistico and Commander. Mark Briscoe and Aubrey Edwards will be taking on Jeff and Karen Jarrett at some point. This is funny. Backstage. Uh, it's not for everybody. Zack Sabre Jr. retained the New Japan World Television Championship against Action Andretti. Willow Nightingale retained the New Japan Strong Women's Championship against Emi Sakura. In the main event, my man Katsuyori Shibata retained the Ring of Honor Pure Championship against Lee Moriarty. This was just a great show up and down of just good. This, this show was better than every single Battle of the Belts. Every single one. Um, Dan Garcia comes out to confront Shibata, and we have Death Before Dishonor coming up. So, that looks like uh, there will be a rematch for the Pure Championship with Shibata defeat, uh, taking on Dan Garcia once again. Our matches of the week from Double or Nothing, MGF versus Darby Allin versus Sammy Guevara versus Jungle Boy for the AEW World Championship. Also from Double or Nothing, the Elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club and Anarchy in the Arena. Just... Good, good quality stuff right there. Crazy. From Dynamite, the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Lucha Brothers and Bandito. From Rampage, El Ejo, the Vikingo versus Drillistico versus Commander for the Triple A Mega Championship. Also from Rampage, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Action Andretti for the New Japan Strong Television Championship. Also from Rampage, Willow Nightingale versus Emi Sakata for the New Japan Strong Women's Championship. And also from Rampage, Katsuyori Shibata versus Lee Moriarty for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Just good, good quality matches. Good, good quality action all around. This was great, great, great stuff in our Star of the Week. I am still back-to-back weeks. I'm giving it to Jimmy Uso once Again, man. Just when you think the bloodline stuff was over, comes back ready for more. But that's the weekend review, everybody, and we shall be right back. So let's just look, let's just dive into it. We have the bloodline storyline in professional wrestling. Probably Probably the best storyline in wrestling in the last five years. I mean, there are some things that really comes close to it. Uh, the rise of Kofi Kingston, his uh, Kofi Mania, Daniel Bryan winning his championship, um, CM Punk, MJF, Hangman Page, and the Elite. But this right here, this takes the cake. Um, so we start in 2020, right? SummerSlam. And the Fiend is the Universal Champion. I'm not sure he's the Universal Champion. Yes. He no, he had just defeated Braun Strowman to win the Universal Championship. And we thought things were fine. This was during, you know, this was during the pandemic era. Roman Reigns comes out, returns. Remember, he was sick. And he returns and he attacks Bray and Braun. Solidifying his heel turn, right? That 
following Friday on SmackDown, it's revealed that he allied himself with Paul Heyman, which is out the blue just because, you know, Paul's been so closely affiliated with Brock Lesnar, Roman's probably biggest rival. But you have to remember that Paul Heyman used to manage many members of Roman Reigns' family. All the way back to 1988, when he was Paulie Dangerously, he managed the Samoan SWAT team, which composed of Rikishi, who was going by Fatu at the time, Rosie, Samu, and Samu and Sam Fatu. So there's history there. Reigns wins the Universal Championship in a no holds bar triple threat match. Big E was injured and attacked in a fatal four-way, right? And it was for it was for a number one contenders match against to fit to face Roman Reigns. It was originally Riddle, Corbin, Sheamus, and Big E. Jay was placed into the match. Jay won. He earned himself his first ever world championship opportunity, and this was this was great. But Roman didn't like that. Roman had this look. Because it was right after a promo they had. And Jay was just happy and he was confident. He's like, I can't wait to face you. It's family. And Jay called them out for it. And then they have the match at Clash of the Champions. Jay lost. Because Jimmy threw on the towel TKO Jay was given a rematch at Hell in a Cell and it was an it was a Hell in a Cell I quit match and there was a stipulation that if Jay lost he would have to fall the line and follow Roman's orders or be kicked out of the family this was a great match and I remember when Jay first got the call, people were like, Jay, Jay, who so? But this was during the pandemic era where we could just do stuff. We could just have stories. Jimmy got involved and Jay beat Jimmy down. I'm sorry, Roman beat Jimmy down, forcing Jay to say, I quit to beat to, to save his brother. So right there, Roman never beat Jay Physically, he beat on Jimmy to get Jay to fall in line. Jay didn't defeat Daniel Bryan to qualify for for the Team SmackDown Survivor Series, and then he attacked Roman. I mean, he attacked Daniel Bryan after the match, turning heel because that's what Reigns wanted. Jay then became the right hand man and main event Jay Uso. You know who you know who won that team the team SmackDown win that match? No, Raw won. No no yeah, hold on. Yeah, Raw won. We get how. Um they had a they had a bomb squad. They really they 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 really did. But anyway. Um, Jay's a heel 
and Jay's in the Chamber. We moved to 2021, February. Jay's in the Chamber with the winner getting an immediate Universal Championship match against Roman Reigns that same night. Daniel Bryan won. Roman smashed him. Jay won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal at that year's WrestleMania. And I believe Roman defeated Edge and yeah, he defeated Edge and Daniel Bryan, stacking them to retain. So now we're just we're just in it. We are just diving in. Jimmy returns from injury. He does not approve what's going on with Jay and Roman. He calls Jay, his own brother, Reigns' bitch, and he started wearing a shirt. Jimmy, that is, saying nobody's bitch. Remember that. Keep that in your brain. The Usos reunited and eventually won tag team gold. Jimmy finally came around. And they became the bloodline. Because Jimmy felt Reigns had took it too far going against Dominic and so on and so forth. And joined them. Because family, right? So that build up, that first the formation, the first the first start from 2021, 2020 to 2021, just getting everybody to fall in line, fall in line. Good, good quality stuff. And it 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 had you hook, line, and sinker ever single week what what would what what would jay do what would jimmy do and it worked so now they hold all of the gold right they hold all of the gold and from 2021 to 2022 Roman is beating all challenges. His schedule is getting lighter, but he's 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 winning, he's winning matches. Roman defeated Cena at SummerSlam. He he defeated Finn Balor. He defeated um, Brock Lesnar again. He defeated Big E. While the Usos are are retaining their tag team championships first defeating the Oost, first defeating um ray and dom and then defeating uh rk bro and then winning at wrestlemania so so on and so forth like they're dominating and everything is great there's no tension they're just dominating and we're getting these great championship matches from roman and there have been multiple times where like roman could have lost roman should have lost to ko Roman should have lost to Drew at uh, Clash of the Castle. Roman should have lost to the Demon. We won't. We won't talk about that. But this is where things 
start to change. This is where things take a turn. Sammy Zayn. You know him. I know him. We love him. While in the middle of a feud with Drew McIntyre, he was trying to work his way into the bloodline. He wanted to be accepted. He wanted to be part of a, of a family. And it was tricky because nobody wanted him. Only person that really liked him was Paul Heyman. And over time, Sammy started gradually, gradually being accepted and everybody started taking to him Jay Roman Paul but not Jimmy I mean sorry not Jay Jimmy formed a bond with him right and Zayn started calling himself the honorary Ooh, so this was all good stuff got the t-shirt and he was officially a member of the bloodline right The Usos are still winning, retaining their championships. Roman Reigns is still winning, retaining his championship. But then we get to Clash at the Castle. Roman has to defend the championship against Drew McIntyre. And there's been a theme with all of Roman's championship defenses. He has never once won clean. Not once. He has always had help. He has always had, had interference because he's shown that he can't do it by himself. He just can't. So Drew McIntyre has the match won at Clash at the Castle. But there he is, the newest member of the bloodline, Solo Sokoa. He comes, interferes, helps Roman win. He acknowledges the Tribal Chief, drops the North American Championship, and is officially a part of the Bloodline. It was the first time that a stable held championship across all three brands. Then we get to Crown Jewel. Usos retain again. Roman retains against Logan Paul. We have war games where things get serious. So, Wargames, we have the Bloodline, Roman, the Uso, Solo, and Sammy versus the Brawling Brutes, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. This is Wargames, ladies and gentlemen. This is Wargames. And here, Kevin Owens is trying to get Sammy to understand, trying to get Sammy, you understand that Roman doesn't love you. Roman doesn't care about you. It is just that simple. You are a means to an end here. So, we have War Games, and Sammy is the one that not only saves everybody but helps them win the match and he's officially officially a part of the bloodline and I tell you it was a thing of beauty but the 
tracks. They weren't showing. But. You knew they were coming. So on the final SmackDown of 2022, KO and uh, KO and John Cena defeat Roman and Sammy. And the bloodline began feuding with Owens on who would challenge Reigns for the championship at the Royal Rumble. See, the bloodline had been just wrecking havoc on Raw, leading to Adam Pearce having him having the Usos defend the Raw Tag Team Championship against the Judgment Day. And guess what? They retained. It was a tag team, tag team tournament match, and they retained. The Judgment Day had won the tag team, uh, tag team tournament match, right? So we get the Raw 30. I'm there in Philly, and we had the trial of Sami Zayn. And Roman's evidence was showing of Sami plotting against the bloodline and secretly working with Kevin Owens. Paul Heyman was prosecutor. Showed the video as well. And, and Zayn said that because of what he was perceived as, he didn't have a defense. And Roman was angry. He was angry that, that that Sammy wouldn't defend himself and ordered Solo to finish it. But Jay wanted to protect Sammy. It showed video. So Sammy got found innocent, begrudgingly, by Roman. Usos defended the Titan Titans against the Judgment Day. Jimmy suffered an injury. Zayn took his place. And they won. So all's well, right? No. Because we get to the Royal Rumble and still Kevin Owens is telling Sammy, you don't mean anything. You know you have to come around. Right? Royal Rumble comes around. Roman retains the Universal Championship against Kevin Owens. They handcuff Kevin Owens to the ropes and beat the holy hell out of him. Roman tells Sammy to hit KO with the chair and, and a beautiful, beautiful callback with Roman's back turn. Sammy hits Roman with the chair. And they beat down on Sammy. Sammy's Sammy out of the bloodline. Jay looks hurt. Jay is so destroyed. Jay's been gaslit for so long. He doesn't know what to do, so he just leaves. Jimmy, we get to the limited chamber, appears at the chamber and tries to assist Roman's defense against Sami Zayn in a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful match. And Jay entered the ring and prevented Reigns from attacking Zayn with the steel chair after the ref had been knocked unconscious. Shortly after, Zayn gets up, attempts to spear Reigns, but invertedly spears Jay, and Reigns retains. And now we're getting the Jay Sammy stuff and their admiration for each other and their friendship. Jay's just gone, and, and, and Roman's putting all of this on Jimmy that, yo, you need to get your brother. You need to get your brother. And all the while, we have a new player in the game in Cody Rhodes. 
Jay finally, after weeks and weeks of just kind of showing up, shows up, walks past Jimmy and sides with Sammy, and then attacks Sammy, saying that Jimmy is his brother. And why would you make me do this? Cody makes the save. And everything going on between Sammy and Jay is just words that need to be had things that need to be said we get to Wrestlemania and the Usos lose the tag team championships to KO and Sammy but Roman retains which makes sense against Cody Rhodes but now we have more players because the LWO were here and we get the backlash and the Usos is a co-ed defeat Riddle, Owens and Sammy but the tensions in the group keep flaring up. Because Solo almost hits Jay with a spike. And now it's like whatever the Usos do, they can't do anything right. So we get to recently, we have a KL show with Sammy and Kevin Owens and the guests were supposed to be Roman and Solo but it was the Usos that showed up instead and they're getting getting baited because what's going on is the Usos don't get a tag team rematch it's Roman and Solo they're not a tag team and then not only that Roman dedicates the championship match to the greatest tag team of all time and Usos is like yeah no Alpha and Seeker, the Wild Samoans. Shots fired at Jimmy and Jay. And Jimmy's heat, and he's like, when it comes to this tag team thing, I'm the tribal chief. Roman comes out. And things go haywire. Jimmy doesn't perform the tournament. Then at Clash of the Castle, Roman and Solo lose. Not, sorry, not Clash of the Castle, uh, Night of Champions. Roman and Solo lose because Jimmy turns on Roman. Super kicks Roman because before that, Roman mugs. The Uso show, they weren't supposed to be there. They were trying to help Roman. Roman mugs Jimmy. Then he mugs Jay. Jimmy kicks Roman. And tells Jay, yo, I'm doing what you should have done a long time ago. I got to. And kicks Jimmy again. I mean, kicks Roman again. So now we get to this past Friday on Smack when everybody's waiting. Everybody's waiting. Everybody, what's going to happen? So Roman gets the new championship. And Jimmy tries to squash the beef. Jimmy said what he did not champions was to protect his family. And family doesn't allow each other. They don't manipulate each other. They don't beat on each other. It's everything Roman's done. Roman's going crazy. Because remember, Jay, Jay, didn't do anything but Jimmy is nobody's bitch and at first it looks like Solo is siding with his brothers but then he turns on Jimmy hitting him with a spike officially kicking Jimmy out of the group and the cracks that weren't showing oh they're there in abundance so now the bloodline is down to three so where do we go from here what happens next well it's quite obvious 
quite obvious. Roman and Solo versus the Usos probably at Money in the Bank. What about Solo versus both of his brothers? See, now we have a two-part here. Jimmy's Solo, no pun intended, he's got to save Jay because we still don't know where Jay allegiances really lie. So Jimmy's not only got to save Jay, he's got to save Solo. And that's going to take time. That's that's going to take over most of the year. Jimmy versus Jay is probably going to happen. Jimmy versus Solo is probably going to happen. And the bloodline right around WrestleMania will crumble. So the question is, where do we go with Reigns' championship? Because he, he will probably end up defending the championship against Jimmy. Since he already defended it against Jay. He's probably going to defend it against Jimmy. It'd be a really, really good callback for him to defend it against Jimmy. He's probably going to defend it against Solo. The question is, where where does where does the rock fit in? Do the Usos and the Bloodline uh the Solo make a uh, make a make a make their way to NXT to go and get Ava Rain? Does Roman hold this championship again up until WrestleMania? And Solo's the wild card. Because even though he's he's falling in line, he's following the tribal chief loyalty above everything. You just turned on your brothers. You just turned on one of your brothers who has your back. Does Roman truly have your back? This is beautiful, beautiful stuff, everybody. This is quality storytelling this is amazing storytelling and i i want to know what's next and i really don't want to wait but we have to take it as is. The bloodline encompasses everything. This storyline encompasses everything that is great about professional wrestling. It truly, truly does. Jimmy's now a man without a tribe. He's a man on the island of his own. He's on the island of obscurity as Roman so politely puts it what are the twists and turns that they will take who knows but all I know is I am ready for the ride I am very much intrigued because the fall of the bloodline has started question is how far will they fall but that that is our show ladies and gentlemen once again i greatly greatly appreciate it thank you for listening thank you for watching uh next week with AEW collision on the horizon we have thursday night thunder we're gonna look back at that wcw show what happens when a company adds a second show we don't really need to talk about smack because smack is still here wcw is not all right 
socials charismatic creations on facebook and youtube charismatic underscore creations 52 on instagram the 215 on twitter and as always check out the patreon and coffee page and as always Zaylee, wendy chu shotzi blackheart island dawn bailey and gg dope holla at your boy peace